Jeff, Laura, and Backstage Ben. Things we said on the radio. I did not know that. I did not know that. I did not know that. Oh, this one is very much for our dear friend Laura Geddes. And anybody really who's kind of anti-Facebook, anti-Mark Zuckerberg. And under the umbrella is Instagram and WhatsApp. And obviously he's been buying products up since he stole from the Winklevoss twins the, mm-hmm. the idea of Facebook. Yesterday, because of the outage with all of those properties, his personal wealth fell by $6 billion. Oh. Yeah. Oh, I saw that article and I had a grin. <laughs> it was like Christmas Day. Insert toilet flushing noise. $6 billion. So the stock plummeted about 5%. That adding to a drop of 15% since mid-September. He's had a, he's had a tough go overall. You know what's gross, though, is I... I always simplify it for the kids anytime we talk about, like, the wealth of some people, and they don't know it. Like, the the idea of a billion is just so foreign oh. to them. So, but I always say, just think of it as dollars. So, imagine you had $122 and you lost six of those dollars. Would you care that much? And they're like, nah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that was $6. Well, we'll get it back. <laughs> $122 billion. He lost $6 billion, and that's the equivalent of us losing $6. I feel like he still looks and goes, What? Where? Well, yeah. and it's because it's like of, a, oh, yeah, that's his reaction. <laughs> it's because of a slide. Wall Street Journal they did some reports in early September, and that was revealing the inside information. For Facebook knowing that there's a wide range of problems with Instagram, notably, and it's harm to teenage girls and mental health and misinformation. Then that tied back to the January 6th Capitol riots, and then downplaying that in the public. And then having the whistleblower pop on the TV show just a couple of days ago. Yeah. Like, it's not good in Mark's world. Again, while it's only $6, he has a few billion dollars more worth of mental stress right now. Yeah, that's true. That is true. The, the only thing... start shorting in his brain. The only th- product uh, of Mark Zucks... I mean, I do like Instagram, don't get me wrong. But the one thing I need to ask, like, uh, Brazilians, are you okay? Because WhatsApp is all they use. Oh, Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I was like, and because I've been converted over to the WhatsApp life, I had to send actual texts or I just started Snapchat chatting you guys because like my data never works half the time. So yeah, we had was, in, that we had, part was weird. We had internal news here at the station and I was trying to hit you both up and I was like, well, can't access Laura. So it's Jeff and I. <laughs> yep. Wow. Again, let's let's get Thanks into for making a Snapchat chat, Benny. That well, you did it on the exact same piece of news, so we were all on the same I know, page, anyways. But, I mean, <laughs> we need to get into Signal. That's the that's the platform to that's text the next through. One? Yeah, well, it's it's out there. People are using it. It's just yeah, it's, it'll get there. WhatsAppers, you mean make the change? Well, WhatsApp did change their privacy policy too, and and people have started to switch over to that. However, it's not widely used enough yet for me to want to make the switch. I know a, uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez had this big statement yesterday about how the monopolization of Facebook is really detrimental to the internet in, as a whole. You don't say. Yep. Like, well, they were and not, and not even like the mental health aspect, but the fact that they like they own Instagram. They were afraid of WhatsApp and they just bought it out. So they're just owning everything. If their systems go down like they did yesterday, it's so much more than just Facebook going down yep. at this point. It's like I said yeah. too. I use Facebook to log into so many different things. I got to change that now because. <laughs> I just don't want this to happen again. I like I couldn't use most of the things on my phone because they're all attached to was, Facebook I know. somehow. The nice refresher though was uh, was actual phone calls yesterday. I had to make a couple of those oh, real you made things. Some real phone calls. I heard oh, really? real oh. human voices. Oh, I Woo. just went on Twitter and TikTok instead. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I just the whole day. It was great. <laughs> <laughs> 
Jeff and Laura with Backstage Ben. Virgin Radio. I was trying to hold off until later in the month, but I mean, it started early. My neighbors are into Halloween, and so is my mother. I did the kind of bi-monthly check-in. Hey, Mom, how are things? Great, honey. Halloween's already set up. What? You're never this early. I just was in the spirit. The last time I remember you were so eager, Beaver, was when I was young. My brother and I were young, and we lived in an old century home, much like Backstage Ben does. And she said, do you remember... All the stories. I'm like, mm, I was like, I, we lived there till I was eleven. Stories, like, well, I, I remember where there was this like freaky noise, and I kept, I, I'd always say like, I, I, I hear someone saying my name. And as a parent, she was always like, yeah, 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 sure, sure. But it was like, it was, it sounded like a ghost. That Ugh. when you're eleven years old, ten, nine years old. That was part of why I was wetting to bed. No kidding. That's <laughs> part of why I'm about to wet to bed. Oh, my gosh. Just hearing that noise. So I was like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And, it, it, so I do, and then we had a flashback. It was a, it was all, all a Halloween and scary house conversation. And she said, do you want to know something? I guess I could tell you now. And it, what? She goes, I heard it, too. What? I heard it too. Is that why you moved? I don't know. <laughs> no, my dad had a great idea of buying a restaurant, but so we lived moved to live above the restaurant. I'm like, what do you mean? She's like, oh, we we heard things. Your dad and I heard You're things. You're kidding. So, wait, you, what? You let me live in terror and then kept doing the brush off, and then I was like, I kind of do that too as a parent. When you have to, you and your kids. I heard something. Yeah, yeah, it's the cat. No, it's the cat in the litter box. It's the fridge. You make up a noise. Depending on how late at night it is, I could often get right into it, though, too. Where if uh, backstage Ollie comes down or Sadie and they hear something, I'll be like, what, really? Let's go check it out. (laughs) 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 All right, come on, man. Check under your bed. Check in your closet. (laughs) See what there is. Dad, why do you have garlic and a cross? (laughs) (laughs) So I, I had kind of blocked that out. I'm sure a therapist would help analyze why I've done so. Because wow. I'm, not, I'm not really scared of the dark. I'm not, nothing really kind of freaks me out in that regard. I don't enjoy being scared on purpose, i.e. everything surrounding Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> like, Benny, like horror films and yeah. uh, Backstage Ben and Laura. They very much love all those gory yeah, and You still have to things. come with us to Fear Farm. Don't forget. I'm there. I I'm, haven't. I'm there. No, I'm, I'm absolutely there. It's like there. training for your next century home. That's right. Spooky noises. (laughs) But I do recall that vividly of hearing my name, and it was in bed, lights out. My dad, he's like, you're you're double digits now. No more nightlights. So the nightlight was gone, so I couldn't even see shadows. Pitch black. And then I was hearing that. Okay, we got to stop playing this noise. It's freaking me out. It's freaking me out. And I know that. I don't even know where you're getting that from, but... Your childhood is freaking me out now, Jeff. Hey, what from? What do you mean? What do you stop? Think? What's scary? Not doing you? this. Nothing. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> Nothing, guys. It's fine. Your childhood home. What's your connect? Do you have any scary connections? Uh, is there a story or two? Was there an incident at your home? One one zero five three. Oh, ninety seven five ninety seven five. I mean, why not? We're kind of in the mood. At least my mom is. So let's yeah. go there. <laughs> Jeff and Laura with backstage Ben every morning. Virgin Radio. It's Virgin Radio. <laughs> Laura and backstage Ben. That was a very similar. Trying to mimic the sound that I heard as a child. 
We lived in that house until I was 11. My mom and dad, up until that time, was, no, you're hearing things. It's not there. And then yesterday in my in my kind of bi-monthly check-in, hey, mom, how are things? Good. All set for Halloween. Got into convo, went down that deep hole of, oh, yeah. You remember when you used to come into our room screaming and shrieking that you're hearing someone calling your name? Yeah, we heard it too. Oh, man. <laughs> like, I'm, outrageous. I'm 42 years old and you tell me this now. Guess what? Back to therapy I go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> In your old house, anything that spooked you, scared you, was there a theme of something that ran for years on end? I also grew up in a very old home. My folks are still there. And I'm going to ask them about this now. I remember, so we had a laundry chute. Oh, Do you remember a laundry ooh. chute? So it was, yeah. it's basically a tunnel that goes from, there are two entrances. There's one in the upstairs bathroom. So you lift the lid, toss your laundry down, and it goes right beside where the where the laundry is. So handy. It's unbelievable, yeah. yeah. So downstairs, too, it was like you had to open it. It was a cupboard to open it, and the laundry would come out. So obviously great spot for hide and seek. I loved it. Of course. But no lights or anything like that. And I played hide and seek. I think it was either my sister or a babysitter and one other friend. So there are three of us playing and I went, I knew that that, like, that was my go-to spot. Oh no, my, my sister is definitely involved now that I think about it. They <laughs> locked me in there and like they, they made sure the door kept shut and I started freaking out a little bit and it got so cold. Like it just got so cold. I as soon as they opened up, like I could see my breath coming out as, and this was like, yep, yep, the summer. This is, there's no reason that a stinky little shoot <laughs> should get so cold. <laughs> but I remember, like, I was freaking out. And of course, I'm like, let me out, let me out, let me out. And they did not care one bit. They thought it was hilarious, but it got so icy cold. There's no question that there was something there with me. Too bad you couldn't do a little parkour, get up that shoe, like or, or get, well, up, get yeah. up and then get out. And then they think something really did yeah, happen. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> the That's reverse very Santa Halloween. Claus. Yeah. Ex-lethal weapon. Did <laughs> <Yeah>. yeah. <laughs> the ventilation docks or something like that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm so cold. Oh, man. Yeah, not a fan. And Laura, uh, like how many stories do you have growing up in a farmhouse? I was going to say, I have a billion stories. And this isn't even counting the haunted house I lived in as an adult. But let's talk about the childhood memories that messed you up. Farming for my dad. So my parents' place has a barn that is in shambles, like just a broken down barn on their property. But it's pretty close to the one field that I'd have to farm for him. So I would be driving a tractor and I swear every time I'd be doing a lap around the field and get close to this barn, it, the closer it got to sunset, the more freaked out I got because I swear I could just see somebody standing there watching me. Thank you. And that is like, whenever I have nightmares, that is the thing that freaks me out the most. Like, end of the hallway, something just standing and staring at you. And it always looked half dead. And, it, you know, you do your second take, it was gone. But like, every time, I swear I saw it. Imagine oh, man, living... Stuff. 300 years ago when everything was candlelight like how it must, it must have been scary every night like yeah, was, every yeah. single so night many extra shadows I know <laughs> <laughs> it's Jeff and Laura in the morning with Backstage Ben my station Virgin Radio it all started with a phone call with my mom yesterday just being so excited for Halloween a, a season she's not typically very interested in but she said this year she just felt it. So she's all decorated, everything set and ready to go. Then we, it turned into, in the old house, we had an old uh, century home that I grew up in. I, I moved when I was 11 and told me a couple of stories that refreshed my memory. Um, 
Memories I didn't want back. But anyway, that being <laughs> said, getting into your scary stories backstage. Ben shared Laura and growing up at the farm. We got off the air. I said, Laura had no escape. It was either in the house or outside, which arguably could have been even worse. Mm-hmm. Oh, spooky everywhere. Barns are really spooky. Oh. I was telling you guys off air that I used to. Have, so my parents' barn is actually a field away where the sheep are hanging. They're a field away from my parents' actual house. So walking through a field in the dark at nighttime, so, so fun. spooky. Oh, oh. no. <laughs> so spooky. And I don't know if, the, if you guys ever had this too, but like I have reoccurring night terrors about ghosts or aliens like snatching me up at the same spot at my parents' <laughs> place. And so there are certain spots at nighttime that I just feel like sometimes I wonder that nightmare has happened so many times. I'm like, did I get abducted? Did that happen? They just dropped me off at home. Yeah. Woke up in time for the morning show and just said, good morning. (laughs) (laughs) We don't know. We don't know. So the text, I'll jump into this one. It says that I have a plethora of ghost encounters. One of the uh, the best ones, though, we had just had our first child and we were living in this haunted farmhouse in North Augusta, Ontario. I'd gone to bed and my husband was in the back of the house watching TV. He looked into the living room and saw a woman dancing there in a white nightcap. For a moment, he thought it was me. And then he realized it wasn't. Our dog used to be so freaked out in that house. That's something. If your animal can't yeah. settle, yep. that's where I get the heebie-jeebies. Yep. Yep. That happened in our place that we lived in Wingham. Like, Limbo was freaking out. And I've told you guys this story on air before. Like, the, when I lived in Wingham, Ontario, our house was flat out haunted. You could hear... You could hear steps on like the wooden floor at night. Come on. I would wake up. Me and my roommate were like both sleeping in my bed because we were so scared. And I would wake up in the middle of the night with like sweats, feeling like somebody was just standing at the bed watching. Oh. So creepy. So Laura and I again creeped out. Benny is just smiling. I he love is it. Enjoying this immensely <laughs> to the point of like keep just keep going i'm just listening okay so here's another one uh this one said i lived in several houses growing up that had good and bad spirits the worst was in port stanley he was really bad i was terrified every time i saw him my mother so many times uh, she she would wake up with him above her my kids even saw one in a house that we lived in in st thomas you could feel its bad presence in the room you could see him in the hall he tapped my boyfriend's leg uh one night and freaked him out so bad he wouldn't sleep there anymore we hung blessed rosaries in our doorways, but we had good spirits in some other houses. Uh, my ex-husband woke up once and we saw a lady at the end of our bed staring at me with a smile. He said, she felt like a good spirit. I think once you see them as a child, you still have some ability to see them as an adult. Uh, it would be a no, man, I wish. I'd be happy to grow out of that ability. Jeff and Laura in the morning with Backstage Ben on Virgin Radio. It's Guest Gossip on Virgin Radio. Ah, Shatner's going to space. William Shatner is heading to space with on the Jeff Bezos bus, Blue Origin. He will be going to space October 12th as a 90-year-old man, the oldest person to ever go to space. It makes me nervous. I'm not going to lie. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I know he's pretended to be in space a lot, but (laughs) there's a lot of pressure going up to space. I forgot about, I honestly forgot that he was on Star Trek. My like most recent memory of Shatner is like him getting mad at every Canadian journalist for ever saying anything negative about him. He gets super salty on Twitter. He also gets he would have been mad most- at anybody who tries to do an impression of him. And if it's not good, he gets mad. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Oh, man. That's so fun. He should go up there then, if that's the case, with a William Shatner impressionist. Like a double. Oh, yeah. 
That would be like a great reality idea. show. Stuck nope. in space for the, what is it, like four or three days that they're up there? Film it the whole time. See what happens. <laughs> see how long it takes before he snaps. <laughs> <laughs> it's just the age that worries me. Exactly, yeah. That's yeah. just it. 90. Mm-hmm. Great number. Nice milestone. <laughs> the risks, they're yeah. up there. The pressure now, is not it- just, it's the actual physical pressure against <laughs> his body. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I'm getting my spacecrafts messed up. So was it Blue Origin that also had the issue with the toilets? No. No, that was was a SpaceX. Okay. It was SpaceX, and there were four regular Joe and J&Q Publix that... We never really heard from them again, did we? No, no, things were relatively quiet. I just wanted to make sure that, you know, William Shatner was on the best of the best. So Bezos' bus seems to be the best option at this point. Britney Spears is thanking her fans. Yesterday, she's hopped on Twitter just like everybody else did. She's actually posted on Instagram now, too. She said, hashtag free Britney movement. I have no words because of you guys and your constant resilience and freeing me from my conservatorship. My life is now in that direction. I cried last night for two hours because my fans are the best and I know. Know it. I feel your hearts and you feel mine. That much I know is true. Heart emoji. So cute. Hey, it's nice for her to like finally shout it out. She know, like for that sure. is, I would say, a huge movement. And it does go to show, you know, if the public gets angry enough about something, you can spark change. For some reason, we always seem to like to do it with uh, celebrities. But I mean, you could probably do that for other things, too. So it's just it's cool to see that actually in action, it happening and it working. Here's something interesting. Nick Cage, or not Nick Cage, sorry, <laughs> Nick Cannon. He says he's going to be celibate until 2022. It's about 88, I think 88 days from now. Can he do it? He said this is on the advice of his therapist. Okay. After he had his seventh child this year. Okay. <laughs> but he's only half of that function. That's true. If there were other mechanisms in place, then it would just be regular sex. It could be. Do you think he didn't pay attention in health class at all? Like, did they not have the banana demonstration? Is that the issue? <laughs> I think he just... Uh, Fruits and vegetables? Maybe it was in the moment. Was maybe. it like a pr- plastic-free lunch day? Was that the issue? Yeah. <laughs> Jeff and Laura with Backstage Ben every morning. Virgin Radio. Courtney joins us on the line. First time texter. Welcome, Courtney. Hi. Glad to have you. So, Courtney, in... Uh, now, this is a history lesson for so some who follow the game will know, but those that don't, dentistry. That's so Courtney's in that field. That is Benny's kryptonite. We've had dentist, we've had hygienists, we've had admin and office staff, and they all come in and orthodontists. Yep, <laughs> always <laughs> clobber backstage Ben yeah. in this trivia game. True. So it's not a matter of hype; it's just a matter of fact. So we'll see how this plays when Courtney's not uh, at work. She's like so many, just loves the outdoors. Was set to go to BC with her family, Laura, but the pandemic Lovato ruined that. Yeah, womp womp. So well, let, let's hope that can get cleaned up and whether it's pushing to that trip back a few months, but you can uh, have some fun real soon getting on an airplane. Like I miss the joy of going to the airport, even even the airplane snacks. I miss all of those things. I miss the snacks. I don't know about the waiting around. But... <sighs> it's all part of the adventure. Yeah, people watching Outfit Watch, duh. <laughs> So the way this game works, if you are brand new to it, one, welcome, but two, it looks like this. So Courtney is going to receive the questions first. Well, backstage Ben is out of the room. She's going to come on back in, and most points out of three wins. It's incredibly straightforward. Okay, Courtney, are you ready to beat backstage Ben? I really hope so. (laughs) Yes, you are. Yes, you are. Okay, 
first question. Who was Canada's first prime minister? Um, was that Mackenzie King? Incorrect. I was looking for a John A. McDonald. Mr. $5 bill, right? Or is he the 10? Ugh, I, can't. Uh, I don't know. You know Old what? $5 bill, I thought. Anyway. You can't ask trivia questions back to me because I don't know the answers, okay? <laughs> All right, second question. How many feet are in one yard? Um... Three? Yes, you got it. Yes. Okay, third and final question. What is a female elephant called? I'm drawing a blank. Um, Anything? I wanted to say mare, but that's a horse. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> Any guess? Three. I've got nothing. Two, one. I was looking for a cow. Yeah. Really? Yep. You got to be real careful how and when you use that word ever. Am I right? Yeah. <laughs> yep. As but... a mom, I don't want to be called a cow. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's also that's why you're a mom and not a female elephant at the same time. So there we go. <laughs> one point. It solved it. It still puts you on the board, Courtney. So let's see how this yep. plays out. Oh, Benny! And don't worry, Courtney. I can tell. Like I can see it in his eyes. Benny's just a little shattered. I think he's feeling a little peanut butter and nervous. It was a tough one, especially the space question yesterday that he got incorrect. That mm-hmm. I feel like that rumbled him a bit. Really messing with his uh, his vibe. He's like, are you guys still talking about yesterday? Yes, we are. <laughs> okay, Benny. Uh, Courtney scored a single point. Okay. Would you like to trash talk, Mister Backstage Ben? Uh, I'm not sure. I think he's gonna get. Maybe so. I don't. I don't think so. But oh, okay. We'll see. Sounds a bit like a wager than a trash talk, but <laughs> I, I, <don't> <laughs> I bet too. Okay. Well, let's see how you fare out, Ben. Ready. First question: Who was Canada's first prime minister? John A. Macdonald. That's correct. Second question: How many feet are in one yard? Three feet. That's correct. Third question. What is a female elephant called? A cow. Ah, oh, man. <laughs> Woo, don't call it a comeback. <laughs> <laughs> that was Darn. quick. That was quick. Yeah. Woo. Feels good. I would be. So, I would not be confident to say cow when referencing anything like that. <laughs> I, there's yeah. one thing I call a cow, and that's a cow. <laughs> if ever to an elephant, <laughs> Courtney, that was a tough. Hey, but you know what? Benny has broke his streak in the world of dentistry, so you're known for something, huh? Well, there you go. I appreciate it. Believe me. <laughs> we potentially need to go back-to-back losses. Not the case. Benny picked up a win, so now he is up to 226 wins, 31 ties, and 80, uh, sorry, 31 losses and 80 ties. You're welcome back at any point, Courtney, to play along and have some fun with us. All right. Sounds good. Jeff and Laura with Backstage Ben. Virgin Radio. Earlier in the show. Got into convo about, hey, I checked in with my mom, and then she reminded me, well, she was, hey, I'm all ready for Halloween. Went, what? That's early for even you. She said, no, I just was feeling the vibe. And it just kind of went down that path of, oh, 
the old house we grew up in, Mom, we moved out when we were 11. See, that, it always scared me. She said, oh, I know, I remember when you'd say, that, oh, I hear things. I hear someone saying your name. And I was like, uh, yeah, Mama. I, and now brought back that fear. That was the, that's the best example of what it felt like. It wasn't my brother. My mom only now was like, oh, yeah, your dad and I heard stuff too. Oh, okay. Huh. <laughs> you wouldn't tell me when I'm 15 or 20 or 25 or 30 or 30 or 35. No, 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 42, here it is. You think you're ready. <laughs> so that was the start of the conversation backstage. Ben shared stories. Laura, who arguably on the show lives in the scare or grew up in the scariest place uh, outside of Ripley, not only the scary house, but the scary farm to go with it. Oh, yeah, I'm telling you, farming on this backfield at my parents' place by a broken-down barn, especially around sunset, but anytime you make it pass by this one corner by the barn, it looked like somebody was just standing in front of the barn staring at you, just standing there and watching you. And just a heads up, tractors don't go fast. You can't really run away from that thing. you got to wait, but to slowly crawl by. <sighs> Let's stay in the mindset of old farmhouses, shall we? A text that reads, I grew up in an old farmhouse and experienced things all the time, from noises inside and out to feeling someone touching my back at night while I was in bed, only to turn and see no one there. When my parents finally moved out after selling the farm, the day they were leaving, my mom was home by herself, and every time she opened the door to the dark, dingy basement, the light would be on. She kept turning it off, but as soon as she closed the door and reopened it, the light was back on. Cool. That's called a trigger switch. Oh, no. I mean, some people have it. You have it where it's in with the hinge of the door, so it's off, and then it's on. But that obviously is malfunctioning because it's Or maybe on. it's like our bathroom's here, and it's just motion sensors. <gasps> An old farmhouse motion. <laughs> Another one that reads, my wife is working midnights. Both kids were in bed. I was watching TV in the living room. That is a typical every night of the week for so many. Yep. But around 1 a.m., I saw someone walk past the doorway. And we all had that, like, out of the corner of the eye, that kind of, like, blur or flash. Like, oh, what was that? Mm -hmm. So I went down the hallway, and I went to check it out. And there was nothing there but one wet footprint the size of a small child's foot. Creeped me out. And then there were two wet footprints when you peed yourself in the hallway. (laughs) Two adult (laughs) sides. That would do it right there. I'd grab the kids and be like, we're gone. That's cool. Now, it is interesting that this stuff always seems to happen. I mean, I guess the farm stuff that I just told you about has happened outside of the home. However, there is also this theory that really old piping can cause a tone so low that you can't actually hear it, but it does cause you to hallucinate. And that's why a lot of people who live in older houses tend to say that they are seeing ghosts and stuff. And for me, that adds up to the century home I was renting out in Wingham. We would hear footsteps in the middle of the night. I would wake up thinking somebody's watching over us in bed, like just standing and staring. Like you wake up with sweats. It was terrifying. However, when my landlord finished the basement downstairs, this ghost was gone. And I wonder if that's because the piping couldn't make that vibration anymore. I live in an old house. The only thing that I, like, there's no tone, but I definitely can feel things seeping out the window and that's notably uh, air conditioning in the summer and heat. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what are you doing? Cool in the outdoors? <laughs> I, <know. laughs> I need new windows. Your house, is it currently freaky or did you grow up in one? And how about the people that grow up in a freaky house become adults and then buy that house from their parents? Like, why would you do that oh, to yourself? Because yeah. the ghost is, you're, yeah, you're chained to it now. I Your guess. ghost mates. No escape. See, I feel like Benny would enjoy if his house were fully haunted right now. Like I would he, love it. He would like it. I look forward to that 
happening at some point. No. And you know what Ben would do if there was a ghost in his house? He'd keep asking it questions to learn about history, so it'd be better be back soon. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. Mornings with Jeff, Laura, and Backstage Ben. Virgin Radio. Do you remember the cranberry juice commercials where those two farmers were standing in the massive pool of cranberries? Oh, yes. Yeah. You can do it now. You can go <gasps> do it. Where? Bala, Ontario. So Muskoka Lake oh, Farms and Winery. <gasps> so they've, okay. got a, they've got a ton of fall activities that it'll, make, it'll be worth the drive just for those activities alone. But from late September through the end of October, you're able to see the unique way they harvest cranberries. And you can go in for a fee. You can put on the hip waders and you can go in and you can get some photos done. Oh, I would do that. 100%. That seems like such a fun gig. I don't even... What do they do? Aside from be on the commercial in the hip waiters, I thought that was just like a good photo op. No, that's that's a legit part of part oh, yeah. of the, the harvesting process. You need to hit up a YouTube video to watch the full thing uh, pop off, but that's the one that's the most notable, obviously, or one of the most notable steps in the many steps to harvest cranberries as they uh, float in the, in the water. The the cool thing I was looking at some of the photos is you're in cranberries between your knees and your waist. So for anybody a little fear of water, it's fine. It's totally safe. But the backdrop is some of the rock cuts in Bala, and then the, the the trees that have started to change color. Like, are you kidding? Wow, oh, magical! Educate. You smell that? That's everything fall in one sniff. Mm-hmm. From cranberries, oh, that sounds oh, so fun! Absolutely. They, they so they do have an annual cranberry festival. Shocker, duh. I mean, how do you not? <laughs> but I mean, from from wagon rides, there's wine tasting, everything fall related and activities. Yeah, you're going to be able to grab some pumpkins while you're there. But you've got a pretty small window of only a couple of weeks. But as mentioned, you still have time because it goes until the end of the month. But Muskoka Lakes Farm and Winery in Bala. So you're two hours north of Toronto, depending on which day of the week you go. Anybody up sign for Sign me up. Little roadie. Yes. Okay, well, yep. I like how you said sign me up. Because of the coronavirus, uh, you have to book online prior to arrival. So don't drive without booking. Just try to do the whole walk-up thing. It's not like old times. Yeah, but you know what? This is one of those scenarios where it's better that you have to book online because imagine in in a, in a normal time mm-hmm. how long you'd be waiting in line. Now yep. you just show up when your booking time is. Exactly. Boom. So there's some benefits to that oh, side yeah. too. Yeah, so enjoy the beautiful drive uh, headed up north and uh, have fun with all your cranberry photos on the gram because I haven't seen many pop off of late. And if you want to play with all those algorithms, having something like that. Instagram, I like and, it. Oh, yes, Benny, <laughs> you just keep going. I'm just thinking of Thanksgiving and cranberry sauce, homemade oh, cranberry yeah. sauce. Oh, yeah. All over the plate. Because I'm a, as you both know, I'm a OG. I like to buy my maple syrup from the source. I would love to be able to buy some fresh cranberries from the source like that. Amen. You're a condiment snob. I'm a condiment snob. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're like, <laughs> you're a condiment connoisseur. Yeah. There you yes, go. There mm, yes.